Hey, hey, it's MJ Gordon, and today I'm gonna to share with you five things I wish I knew before buying a house. So I wanted to share this with you because this is an area where so much of my time, money, and energy has gone in the last three to four months. And I had no idea that this process was gonna be so resource consuming as it's been. Now this is coming from a first time homebuyer's point of view and I just hope in sharing some of these things with you, it gives you some perspective if you're looking to buy a house or you're a first time homebuyer as well so that you have good expectations of how much time, money, and energy really goes into the process of buying a home. For us, having our own property and our own land and our own space was so important so that I could customize my space for work. I work from home, we do a lot of homeschooling and we really utilize that space. We like to be more self-sustaining and just ecologically conscious. And so having space where we can dictate that adds a lot of value to our lives and what we're about, but it's also been a long process for us to actually pull the trigger and buy a home and now it's finally here and it has been a tremendous learning experience. So I hope with my experience, you get some value out of it. And of course, as always, if you like these videos, make sure you let me know by hitting thumbs up. Subscribe if you're new. First of all, I wanna say thank you for being here. Welcome to our community. I do videos on how to really maximize your time, money, and energy so that you can begin to create and live life on your terms. So the first thing that I wish that I knew before buying a home, and I kind of knew it, but I just didn't know to this extent, is that home ownership is not cheaper than renting. <laughs> And I have to laugh at myself because I have to admit, I literally thought, well, you know, for the same amount that I spend on rent, I can put that into a mortgage. And yeah, sure, like there's some maintenance involved, like there's some landscaping involved, and it's not that big of a deal. Like I actually budgeted 500 extra dollars a month to maintain our new home and property in addition to what we were supposed to pay for a total mortgage and insurance, et cetera. And it doesn't, let me tell you, it doesn't even come close to what we need to sustain this place. Even though I've heard it over and over again, and a lot of people told me that home ownership costs a lot, and they mentioned things like landscaping and fixing light bulbs, that is just the bare minimum of what needs to get done. There is your upfront cost of investment, be it your down payment, your closing costs, all your inspection costs, which is just like beyond more than just like what you think of when you think five or 10 or 20% down. And then there's also all kinds of things that you never foresaw. Like the things you thought you would have to fix, when you would have to fix them, and the amount it would cost to fix them, we largely underestimated. And to some degree, I'm an overestimator, and so it was good that my my overestimation was kind of still an underestimation because if I would have not overestimated, then it would have been so much more. But ultimately, it's not just the financial cost upfront and just to maintain the whole space. It's also the energy and the time that goes into it. But hopefully it ends up being a good investment in the long term. So you are expected to put a lot upfront and it feels like a lot, especially as a first time home buyer and especially as people who tend to live frugally, it's like the most money I've ever spent in one go. So the second thing on my list I wanted to share with you, even though it was something I did know because it has a lot of value and that is to not maximize how much you qualify for. So the bank's gonna give you a loan for a certain amount of house based on your income and how much debt you have. And I'm so happy we kept this down as low as possible because I let me tell you, when they say you qualify for this much house, 
it is so easy to look at houses in that price range and start getting tempted and want to buy those homes. But like I mentioned in area number one, there were so many premature expenses that I didn't expect in the upfront that I'm so glad I followed this rule. I really think if I didn't follow this rule, we would be so overwhelmed and stressed with this house financially. I think if we didn't follow this rule, I'd probably be fearful of losing this place or feeling like I'm just teetering on the edge of if I lose my job or something bad happens, my husband goes to the hospital again, could we really afford it? So this was one of the most value adding perspectives and actions that we took in this whole scenario. Thank God we did one thing, right? Um, that I'm really glad we knew and has added tremendous value to us. So the third thing on my list I wish I knew was kind of the amount of time and energy that goes into the process of buying a home. We bought our home prematurely. We were really excited mainly because we found this home and we loved this home and we were gonna walk away from this home and it was really my mom that was like, no, this home is perfect for you guys. You guys gotta have it and you gotta get it now. So she just sold her house. She helped us with a down payment on this one and it was just kind of her gift to us. And so thank you, mom. Because I wasn't expecting it, we were doing this throughout the holidays and that's typically the busiest time of my work and the busiest time of my personal life schedule. So we were moving into this house and dealing with closing and everything that goes into it. So the process requires so much time, money, and energy. Like I said before, it's not just like your down payment and closing costs, like they say closing costs, but even when we were looking at this house before we even decided to buy it, we were already several thousand dollars in. And that's because you have what's called like an earnest fee, which is not a down payment, but it's a fee that shows the sellers that you're really serious and interested about this home. Then you wanna do like the things like inspection. This is a property, so we had to survey. We had things like wind mitigation. We wanted to get the septics checked and the water quality checked and all these things to really know that the system was good and that we weren't purchasing something that was gonna cost us tens of thousands of dollars after we close on the deal. So this was stuff that I wasn't even ready for and largely because of the type of property we were looking at, but I'm gonna get more into that here in a little bit. Um, you know, a lot of the things that people were saying were like average costs or whatever, really inflate those when you're trying to calculate whether or not you can afford the house. And really, if you can, call people and get real estimates. And I'm telling you, I did, I I did all this, I inflated the prices, I called people to get real estimates, and then when we got to this property, there's always something. There's always something somebody didn't foresee that requires a little extra more, and even at that time, it doesn't seem like much. It's $50 here, a couple hundred here, a couple hundred there. It starts to add up, and eventually you're in like these thousands of dollars that you didn't calculate for, and when, you, when it gets to that area, you start feeling like things get tight, and you start feeling like, just a little bit stressed because you're putting more time and energy into trying to save yourself money. So all these things accumulatively become just a little bit more overwhelming than what we expected and kind of something that I wish that we knew. So the next thing I wish I knew, and I don't even know how to title this, but every single person plays a key role in this process, even though they are not like together from the title company to the real estate company to the brokers to you know all the inspections to the sellers and the buyers and their realtor and my realtor etc like everything I like I never felt so stressed trying to manage like so many due dates in my life with not even knowing like when something was going to get done so you kind of left with this whole feeling like you're just kind of hanging on the edge not knowing if you just put several thousands of dollars into a property to not close on the property and um, just kind of waiting on everybody else's time. And so you don't really have much control but to wait. And so I think more than anything, it's that feeling of, 
of not knowing until you know and not having any kind of you know solid deadline of when you're gonna know that's ultimately the most stressful and you know time and energy consuming it was like having another job you know the whole process of getting a house like it got to the point where I feel like we were kind of just so exhausted by it that we were like hmm, do we really want this house like this is a freaking process um, so in a way it's good because it allows you to really think but then also you have so much skin in the game you have so much invested already that you kind of just want it to go through and so it's just it's that's to me was like the most exhausting part of the entire process you really have to have a lot of basically management and communication between multiple parties that don't communicate with each other and you have to make sure you fit within the guidelines and the processes of each individual one if you're building you have your county that you're permitting with and you're working with your contractor and that has to also make sure it fits with what the insurance company says is okay and is not okay and that has to fit with your HOA if you're in an HOA um, area and this is where like we could have been so screwed so we went with an insurance company that is high rated and people gloat about and i don't even know if i'm supposed to say their name or if i'm allowed to say their name but i will definitely give my honest review of them where it's pertinent on review sites because i'm very disappointed with this large very well-known insurance company um, who insured us and once we closed on the house in 10 days they notified me that my insurance was to be canceled if I didn't replace the roof, replace the air conditioning, and do like several other things. It was insane, but I ended up spending 35,000 additional dollars to repair all the things to appease them. And even still, they were pulling us through all these little loopholes that we had to jump. And at the same time, my bank was disappointed that the insurance policy had canceled. So. It ended up canceling and what happens when it cancels is a bank says they're going to force what's called hazard insurance on your property. This hazard insurance is four to 10 times more expensive than your normal insurance. So can you imagine putting your life savings down into this down payment, getting into this dream house that you wanna get into, having all these upfront costs that you weren't aware of or like these fees that you need to fix and you're like, okay, it's fine, it's fine. But now your insurance company is putting your back against the wall. And you know, I've talked to many insurance agents and brokers and they said, this is not like good etiquette. Most insurance companies will let you know, hey, we're gonna insure you so that your house closes and it goes through. But just keep in mind, we're gonna want these things fixed. It did not match what our surveying or our inspection said, which is that it would we would have two to three years before the roof really needed to be replaced. And you know, we had a few months to replace the AC while it's cool. Like it's not that the inspector said that we would have that much time. He it's just his job to tell us that there is that much time left on the roof. But with insurance companies here in Florida, for example, they want to see that you have five to seven years left on your roof, otherwise they won't insure you. And here's the kicker: if your insurance company all of a sudden decides not to insure you, other insurance companies are less likely, likely to insure you because you've been denied or canceled coverage. So it put us in like the most stressful situation of my life. And so many contractors and estimates and people coming in here and doing all this construction and working on all these things, $35,000 later, which I had not budgeted for, for an additional year because I thought like, I was you know doing a good job and i was planning on replacing my roof next year not right now but you know we just ended up getting it done because it just seemed like the right thing to do but that was one of the biggest things that like if i would have known that i probably would have waited longer on my timeline to have more of a savings because then this big pandemic virus hit and you never plan for these things but at that time then it's like well 
I've just inflated all my costs and now people are losing work and the market is down. And so it's just like the perfect storm. And it makes me so happy that I have, you know, the, the learning lessons that I've had over the course of the last several years that have put me in a position where yes, it's been stressful, but I, you know, like I'm not gonna lose the house over it. And it's only stressful because it crosses like my boundaries of comfort or like what's comfortable for me. Like we've, we've crossed that threshold, we've crossed that boundary. But at the same time, there's a buffer there for that reason. And had this occurred to us like five years ago or even a few years ago, it would have been a totally different situation because I didn't have the backup, because I didn't have like the lessons that I share with you here in my time, money, and energy. I didn't have those systems in place. And it's ultimately why I broke a few years ago. So it's been really valuable to really implement these lessons in real time and see that it actually works. It's actually beneficial. It actually adds tremendous value to prioritize your time, your money, and your energy, and to prioritize what adds value to your life because there are things that are gonna come and try to disrupt that. And this was such a huge lesson and I'm so thankful for it. Despite how stressful it's been, it's been an amazing learning opportunity and I know things, I can do this different and better next time. Like I know because of this lesson, because of this experience, that I can do this next time and not have this level of stress and energy that's been depleted from me in the entire process. So that brings me to the fifth thing which is when it comes to buying a house more equals more <laughs> not less equals more I mean like less equals more but more equals more in the respect that we have five acres we have two buildings on this property um, and so it means more time money and energy like this this is I mean it's just like so I feel so idiotic even I have to admit this to you, but I just, you know, I feel like such a fool, but like it didn't cross my mind. Like I have to be honest, it kind of crossed my mind, but it like did not cross my mind. When I bought the roof of this house, it cost me $24,000. And the reason is because I have two structures. So it's like paying for two roofs. So it's like 5,000 square feet or something of roof that I had to pay for. And so when I ask people like, oh, what's the average cost for a house? Or like, how much does it cost to roof a house? They say, well, your house is like 2,100 square feet. So it should be like around $15,000, but oh, wait a sec there's another building that needs a roof too. And that is all included in what is required to insure your property, which brings me to just the sheer size of the property, which is like five acres of fencing. Okay, if you go with the cheapest fence, which is like a, just a regular like four foot wire fence, we're talking like $70 for 10 feet. Not that big of a deal if you have like a regular size backyard. When this is talking about like five plus acres of property, all of a sudden you're talking about over $10,000. Oh my gosh. And so we have foxes and stray dogs and like random things coming into the yard because like just the bottom of the fence is coming up. And so if you don't wanna do it yourself, now you gotta spend the extra expenses to hire people to come around and tie those fences down. You got material, labor, et cetera. And oh my gosh, like I just never even thought about that. So there's just a couple examples of like, you know, I, I will admit that I'm in a place where I love, I love land. I love space, I love getting away, but 
you know, if I was on my own and I didn't have my family, I would probably really consider just being in a neighborhood where I have an HOA so that the HOA takes care of most of the things, even though it means less customization and less privacy for myself. And so just keep in mind when you own your own home and property, you're literally responsible for every single thing you see from the roof to the walls, to the floor, to the infrastructure, to your appliances, to the land that it sits on. Every little problem that occurs here, it is your time, money, and energy that goes into solving it. So like I said, I, I never even thought about stray dogs and foxes that would be an issue, but it's an issue. All those things cost to manage and take care of. So ultimately that brings me to my conclusion, which is just to be over-prepared. I tend to over-prepare and over-inflate even when I budget and you know create parameters for our spending. And I did that and it was still more than what was expected. It was kind of premature on the timeline. And if I were to do it different, I would probably save up three times more than what I expected to. Largely because even now we have, like we're kind of back on track with like our budget, but because there's so much more to take care of, like for example, if our lawnmower goes out, because it is a special lawnmower that can take care of this much land, it's like $7,000 to replace. <laughs> I mean, it's like stuff like that, like, you know, you just don't even think about. I never managed like that much, I guess, when it comes to like my personal physical belongings, it is a lot more money than I usually spend on anything um, aside from like my equipment, but I guess that's because I've done business for a long time and my equipment, like it makes sense. But all these things on a property just accumulate and I just wish I was more prepared by just knowing these things, but that's life too. You know, you have to go through the process and it becomes a learning experience. And I know for sure I could go through this whole process again and be totally less stressed because I know these things and I'm gonna be prepared for them. So I would rather be in a place where I'm over-prepared and not feel stressed. Like you could feel like it kind of sucks because this costs a little bit more, but I had to go back into debt to afford the roof and to afford all the maintenance that the insurance was requiring. And so that was like a really hard thing for me to face because I just spent all this time and like hard work and energy to like get myself out. And then now I'm back in. So um, that's not been fun, but then I'm just more motivated to just like work hard and get it paid off and like build a bigger buffer and a bigger savings account. And I mean, that's just the way that life is, you know, you live and you learn. So I'm hoping that with my experience and sharing it really candidly with you here, you can learn from my mistakes and just at least have more clarity and awareness before finding yourself in the stressful situations that I found myself in. So I hope you found a lot of value in this video. It's a little bit different than what we normally talk about, but it's something that's really huge if you're looking to buy a house or you're a homeowner, and especially if you're looking to invest your money and your time and energy into things like real estate for yourself. So I hope you found value in it. Let me know by hitting thumbs up and like always subscribe if you want more on how to level up your time, money, and energy so that you can live life on your terms. And for now, ciao. I'll see you later. Thanks for being here.